All right, so I was thinking where where to start um, teaching Gemara. Yeah, it, it's such a uh, tricky subject to discuss. It's like one of, one of these things, that, like, like the Missile Charm starts off, that, uh, you know, the reason why no one really learns about the topics of loving Hashem and having all of Hashem and... Uh, Amuna and all these things is because, of course, they're so obvious that, you know, like, uh, uh, certainly everyone <coughs> understands it very well, and, uh, you know, uh, we're all way beyond that. So, to a certain extent, with the Gemara, it's also uh, very much like that, you know, a person could, any call, any shul, uh, you know, that, that, that you might walk into, see people learning Gemara, and, uh, of course, it's super important, but, um, you know, we want to maybe try to understand some of the big ideas that are, that are, that are behind over there. So, I'm going to try to do a few, a few big ideas to understand what is really happening. Uh, today we want to discuss we all know that there are different parts to a to a Talmudic discussion. So first of all, hopefully this will uh, give a deeper insight into them. And second of all, um, you know, clarify some of the so, some some of these points that we should be identifying really at every single sugi that we're learning. Okay. So. Um, There's uh, five or maybe seven basic moves in the Gemara. Okay, um, they are. Uh, we can we can just rattle them off. It's, it's some of it's semantics, you know, depending on how you wanna slice the pie. Uh, but this this is uh, how more or less how the Ramchal breaks it down, which is. Memra, Kasha Teretz, Shaila Tshuva, Sira Oraya, and Dihui. That's seven. Okay? Now. Yeah. They both get a Dihui. Potentially. I mean, they're both, they're both being addressed with a Dihui. <coughs> okay. So, why did I start with the Memra first? Because every sugya starts with a Memra. There's no sugya without a Memra. Uh, a, a Memra is some sort of a um, statement. Statement could be from a Posuk. Statement could be a Mishnah. Statement could be a Amaroic statement. Uh, but it introduces some chiddush that we didn't know until now. That's what a memer does. Uh, the chumash starts with a memer. Bereshis baralukim. Right? You have to have a bereshis until you have a beginning. Until until there's what to discuss. It's impossible to have a sugya. Okay. Um, the pasuk says, "Chokma mi'ain timotzei," which um, has <coughs> two ways of being understood. Chokma, from where will you find it? Which means it's like a very precious thing, maybe boy. Or chokma mi'ain timotze. It comes out from nothingness. Which means until the, until there's a piece of chokma, there's nothing there. Right? That is the beginning. The beginning. A memra is a piece of chokma. Um, Mevin lo. Uh, Yerek 
right? And he's mad he's mad right? The person dips with a with a uh, with a the bitter herb, right? That's a member. So now there's what to talk about. Until that happened, there's no, we don't have what to talk about. Okay, so that so we can think about that as 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 Bereshis Baralukim. Uh, that is the beginning. That's what creates. That's what creates the dialogue. That's what creates the discussion. And just like in Bereshis, you have a chidush, which is yesh mi'ayin. What's yesh mi'ayin? Something coming from nothing. So a chidush is a yesh mi'ayin. Means there wasn't something here before, and now there's something here. That's a chidush. Okay? And uh, that is called chokhmah. Chokhmah is mi'ayin timotse. It comes out of not being. It's a creation. It's a creation. It's a creation of the one who says it, whether it be Hashem, or the Tana, or the Amora, or the Risha, whoever's Mechadashit. Okay? And that's the beginning of the whole discussion. The, the, um, and the, then what happens? Then, once I have the Chiddush, then there is a pullback, there's a reaction to this initial explosion, right? There's a, there's a chiddush as an explosion. It changes the world, right? Until now, everything was okay. We thought we, you know, things more or less made sense. And all of a sudden, boom, right? <coughs> you can't do this, or you have to do this, or whatever. And now, we're going to react from everything else that we know until now or everything that exists elsewhere you say wait a second how can you say that when you know in light of the fact that this in light of the fact that this this so it's a reaction to the to the to the to the cre to the creation um and that is like like Hazal say the the name of Hashem. It's a Rashi in Rashi says, "What does the name Kel Shakai mean?" So the name Shakai um, it's with a Dal Shin Dal Yud. Right? So that name is that Hashem said to the world, "Die, Sheamor Leolamo, die." Enough means. When Hashem said, Bereshus, Hashem created the world and it was ex going and expanding and, uh, you know, without end. And Hashem had to say to the world, enough. And, and, it, and, 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 and uh, Chazal said that it actually shrunk back and congealed into something. Yeah? Which means the initial Chiddush, if I don't have a context within which to take it, I'm going to think that it covers every single scenario. Uh, a person is chayev uh, uh, to say Kriyishma in, uh, in the morning. What, even if it's a cause of fascists? What, even if he's not a bar mitzvah? Uh, you know, even if he's in the, even if he's in the bathroom? What's the answer to all those questions? Huh? No. Okay. So, so what, what, what do we just do? But it means we, we so to speak, attacked the the Chiddush that has no bounds, right? The initial Chiddush was this huge, enormous, expansive thing. And then we push on it from every direction. And we say, wait, this can't be. Right. That's the that's the that's the constriction. So now, so that was, that was the name Elokim, the cre initial creation. Then we have a constriction, constriction, right? 
Shekhar was the constriction, but Elohim is also a form of constriction. Um, yeah, I have to look into that a little bit more. Not sure. It might be the name Kale, actually, as the creation. Um, but either way, we're not, we're not learning Kabbalah right now. But we want to just see that there is Hashem acting as the as the the you know, the, the, the one who creates Yesh Ein, and then there is the giving it form, right? So that is forming it now, molding it, giving it boundaries. Okay. Um, we got to bring it to a To a Yitzira. To Yitzira, yeah. Jeff. Uh, okay. Stick close to this guy, exactly. Unless you're looking at my sheet. No. Oh. That's mine. Okay. Mine doesn't say that. It will. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah, very good. Okay, yeah, so Bria is Yeshmiayim. Right? And then Yitzira is Yesh Miyesh. But it's a but it's a, but it's a constricted form of it. Right? I'm doing something new. I'm getting something new from what I already have. Okay? Sure. Yeah. Limitations, <coughs> boundaries. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so that's the Kasha. And finally, we come to the terrace. What's the terrace? The terrace is where we can find the proper balance and the truth between the Memra and the Kasha. Okay, now the terrace is always going to be a new perspective. I mean, the Makshan would never ask a Kasha that was obvious to answer right that, that uh, <clears throat> that we would just you would just leave it you know that, that, that we just assume that you that you'll figure it out okay so that rather the Makshan is saying the straightforward understanding of what you just said or of this other source or or this other mission over there or or, or whatever or this pasuk, yeah is it, it, it doesn't work with what you're saying. And the answer is, you're right. Here's what I meant. Right? We, have to, we have to shift, we have to pivot, we have to somehow uh, resolve that difficulty by finding a way that the Memra and the Kasha can both have a place to live, to exist, okay? What does this remind us of? Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Right? Avram is the, the expansion again. Right? Avram is the first one. He's the one that opened up everything. He's the one that discovered the Creator. That's the Chiddush. Right? Avram discovered the Creator. He, um, he saw a, a Gemara, Zechariah, which Davis and Brochus? Avram was the first one to call. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, so Avram is the first one to call Hashem the master of the world, right? He, that's a Chiddush. He's the one. He, he was Mechadish, that Hashem is uh, allocation mind varets, right? Hashem is the master of the world, he's in charge. Okay? That's, ex that's the meter of expansiveness, that's the meter of chesed that, that Avram represents. Yitzchak represents the meter of pachad, of tzimtzum, constriction, pulling back. Saying, who am I to have a relationship with Hashem? Right? You know, you know what? You know what's the best thing I can do is to give up my life. That's what I can do. Avram is saying I can serve Hashem. Yitzhak is saying the best way I can serve Hashem is by, is by giving up my life. Right? 
So that's a pulling back of the closeness. Avram is seeking closeness to Hashem. Yitzchak has a pachad. Yitzchak is a, calls Hashem. It's called pachad Yitzchak. The trepidation of Yitzchak. It's a name for Hashem. Right? Yitzchak is pulling back. He can't. You can't be that close. You can't be that that, that much in the light. So what do you do? So which one is it? On the one hand, you have the closeness to Hashem, the, the Ahava. On the other hand, you have the Pacha, the Yira, of pulling back, pulling away, right? And then you have uh, Yaakov, right? That's the, uh, that's the balance. Of, to find that balance, that's, that's beautiful, right? The... the um, A maimra, you never say, wow, that was a beautiful maimra. Do you hear that maimra? That, like, well, that was incredible. Why not? You might say, whoa, what a chiddush. Right? It's, so a maimra, which is the chiddush, could be really big. Right? A kasha can be really what? Strong. A kasha is is a real is a real eyes in a kasha. It's a it's an iron kasha, right? Yeah. And the teretz is a what? What's a what? No, it's beautiful, right? It's awesome. <coughs> Kasha is stark. <laughs> yeah. So the terrace is beautiful or it's awesome. Now, awesome. What's awesome is Nora. Right, like Yaakov says, Manora Makomaze. Yeah? Yaakov is the one that sees the how, the huge Hiddish, and the Bam Kasha can work together, right, and find a synergy and find room for both by shifting the perspective that we've had and to resolve that difficulty that's Tiferis that's beauty that's beautiful okay so now the truth is that really we can stop right here because even though I told you guys initially there's maybe there's five moves or seven moves those are all details really there's three fundamental right the, once you know there's generally speaking a Maimra Kasha Teretz you basically have everything, right? There's the beginning, the middle, and the end. Um, um, the, wh why? Okay, so these are called three main lines three main lines we have the right side we have the left side we have the middle that's it that's all we have I mean to a person right there's just your right side your left side and your middle right now on there you're gonna have your hands you're gonna have your feet the, the different parts different different body parts will line up but that's all there is it's just these three sides right the expansive side the right side is the expansive side the left side is the contractive side, and the middle is where the two of them find a balance and, and manage to work together. Why, why am I saying this? That we should understand that the shackle of Atariya in the Gemara, the, 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 the back and forth in the Gemara, is not just a, oh, what do I need? What am I, like a lawyer? How come I, I need to be doing this? Yeah, just, just tell me the answer, Rabbi. Let me just tell you the answer. You, you see, Hashem created the world like this. Right? There's a chiddush, but if you just if all you have that, you just have endless expansion. Right? It's gonna, it's not gonna recognize any boundaries. It's gonna take over everything. So then, there's a push back on it, 
and then there's flying of the bells. And that is the, we see it with, uh, <clears throat> With the Avos Hakadoshim, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and so therefore, it that is how our minds work. That's how truth is discovered. That's how the world is built. So, why, why did I want to discuss this? So that we should understand that the processes that we're doing here are not some sort of a um, artificial. Maybe, maybe super effective even by artificial system rather this is the process of creation it's a creative process and it's important to understand that learning Torah is a creative process it, it's been a process in the making for um, no, but about 4,000 years since Avram Avinu came about, right? Uh, but uh, but it's a process that we are engaged in ourselves. And we also have on the miniature level a Chiddush, a Kasha, a Teretz. Every time you're learning with your Chavrusa, that's what's happening. Okay, so therefore, whenever you see a beginning of a Sugya, which starts with a Memra. The, right away, you must identify the Chiddush. Right? And, and it, it may not always be so obvious. You may, you may have to work to identify the Chiddush. Right? Usually, you'll only be able to identify the Chiddush once you see how the Makshin responds. Right? Uh, that's going to be the Chiddush. The Chiddush is going to be the part that's going to be the um, disputed territory, right? So some of what's being in the Mamer may just be a little bit of background information, right? In order for me to say, um, in order for me to get to the Chiddush, I might have to fill in some, some information, right? But, but you always have to, in the Mamer, you always have to identify the Chiddush. That's number one. Okay, that's number two. In the Kasha, the kasha is never a throw-away move. The kasha, first of all, is always the straightforward understanding of what's happening. In, in other words, from that perspective that Makshin currently has, the Makshin is more or less always right. Again, not depends who the Makshin is. If it's your Havrusa, he may just be dead wrong. Right, but if but, but if it's in the Gemara, right? If it's one of the Tanoim or one of the Amoroim, then then the Makshin is always right. It means to say he always has the straightforward understanding of the sources or of the uh, reasoning that's happening over here. Okay, and that's why very rarely do you ever have that the Gemara. It's like you can count on your hand the number of times that the Gemara answers the match and says, and like, and by the way, what were you thinking when you asked that Kasha? Right? Like, it does sometimes ask that. Right? But that's a very rare thing, and those are like the really complicated sugis that we have to work really hard to understand what was he thinking? Because it's not that there's no, uh, first of all, these are great, great, great Chachamim. And second of all, even if, I mean, I guess everybody is flesh and blood, anybody could theoretically make a mistake, very unlikely, but could happen. But, but it was recorded for posterity by Ravina and Ravashi in the Gemara, right? There's no point to write down a silly statement, right? So if it, if it made it into the Shaklavataria, it means it was a wise saying, judged wise by the future generations that came after it. Okay, so so that's that's uh, that's the so 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 the memra is always a chiddush, and the kasha is always strong. Yeah, and the answer has to be beautiful, which means the answer can never be. Oh, you're right. 
uh, there was no Kiddush. There was no Kiddush, right? Or the other way around. Um, no, the, it is like that. Right? I mean, what's beauty? What's beauty? What, what, is, what is beautiful? Okay, what? So, somebody over there says balance. Balance, very good. Very good. Now, elegant is also a part of it. Elegant is also a part of it. Um, uh, so, balance means that without significantly diminishing the chiddush of the maimer, because if we diminish the chiddush of the maimer enough, so what do you say the maimer for? Right? And on the other hand, without dismissing the strength of the kasha, because otherwise, what he has the kasha for? Right? Yet, we managed to make the two of them work. That, that, that's balance. And the way that that is going to be done is through an elegant way to make the two of them coexist. Fire water to coexist. So that's, that's what we are looking for in every shackle of Atariya. Looking for a big Kiddush, looking for a, that it should be a strong Kasha, and looking for a beautiful Teretz. And the beautiful Teretz, the only way it can leave the, the you know, not necessarily the entire Kiddush, but the, it should still be a Kiddush. And it should still be a good Kasha is by shifting the perspective. So the Teretz uh, accomplishes this by giving us a new perspective. Yaakov Avinu is the person who is transcendent. What does it mean transcendent? So in Hebrew the language is Nivdal. Right? Nivdal means not really from this world. Avram is from this world, Yitzhak is from this world, but in this world, the, the two of them can't, you can't do both Avram and Yitzhak. Yeah? But that's why Yaakov, who is, like the Gemara says, Yaakov in a low mace. Yaakov didn't die. What do you mean he didn't die? He was, he was mummified. Yeah? So it means he transcended, he exists in a different plane. In a higher reality, of course he died here, right? But, but uh, but in Drush, on a deeper aspect, he he we we don't say that about Avram. We don't say it about Yitzchak, yeah, because Yaakov was a person who transcended this world. Um, and that's what a, 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 an elegant terrace has to do. It has to go to a higher plane where the Chiddush and the Kasha are not fundamentally arguing. Where, where they can both coexist. Okay? That's called Lamdus. Right? Lamdus. Yeah? Um, where, where, where we Lambdas is defined as abstract thinking, right? In um, in in a more um, kind of simplistic vision of how one looks at it. There's no way to resolve this, but if you look at it in a more sophisticated way then you can find uh, a, way that, a way that the two of them are not arguing. That's, uh, that, that, that's uh, Yaakov. You know. And that's going to be... And, and, that, and that really completes everything. That's going to be a Shia. Right? Okay. <clears throat> um, okay, before we continue to some of the other are any more detailed aspects or any questions? Gavin?
do we know that you've seen a terrorist, like if, if you did a chop, do we know that it's happened by the time there's the next minute? Or are there more? No one's ever even labeled it a terrorist. Like that one sentence that just makes it. Clear. I mean, again, it's the is is the response is the response to the kasha. And it resolves the difficulty, right? Kasha raises the difficulty with the Memra. Says your Chiddush can't be true because of the following, right? And the terrorists will say, if we look at it differently, if we look at, at it from a more nuanced perspective, not the straightforward perspective, which created the Kasha, but a more nuanced, more sophisticated perspective, then they're not in conflict. Then there's no difficulty. Again, assuming that assuming that the cash is a good cash. So the has a Chiddush and, and, and you have a strong Kasha. So the, so the only way you can answer it is by, is, is by going to a more nuanced perspective than the straightforward perspective that the Makshan had. Abstract though. What's abstract about nuance? Conceptualize. I mean, a member is also conceptual. No, no, no. It's limiting the concepts. No, no. Means to say. Um, no. For, uh, give an example. How can. How can. Both. The Mikhail and Gavriel, two angels, they seem to be total opposites of each other. Mikhail is the angel of water, is the angel of kindness. Uh, how can he be? Uh, how can he be a creation of Hashem or be a servant of Hashem? And yet Gavriel also, who is the opposite. How can you say Hashem created Mikhail when Hashem created Gavriel, who is the angel of fire and is the angel of of of, uh, of strictness. Answer is, well we'll go, well, we'll go to a higher place and say, well, they both share in that they facilitate man in serving Hashem. It's a higher plane of, of understanding. Fire and water are mutually exclusive, but then you say, yeah, but they both exist. Or they're both, you know, created by Hashem or something. Then you've resolved. You've resolved that, right? So, uh, what? But the point is, it's a higher perspective. Yeah, that, that, that's how you get over the conflict. We have, we have a conflict, and we transcend the conflict. We change it, but how are we, we change it? But the, but but we change it in what way? Why does that make it? Why does it make it higher versus all you did is you shift the premise? But the Maction, the Maction was looking at these things, and he decided to that that this was difficult, right? So how are you getting around that? Right. Yeah. And then another example, the, the advantage of the motion is the fact that that was broader versus being. No, it's more straightforward. Lambdas to go abstract, to go, to go nuanced, to go to these uh, more transcendent types of things. You need, you need, um, you need something to force you to go there. Otherwise, you can just have. The more 
the straightforward understanding is the is the uh, default understanding. You need something to force you to go to the higher understanding, which is the difficulty.
So, for example, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a member. Um, so, when a person eats a banana, they make a brocha rishona. Before, before eating a banana, you make a brocha rishona. Okay. You thank Hashem before you eat a banana, something like that. Okay, that's a maimer. Now, that's going to be premised on two things, a rule and a case. So the rule might be something like, there's oser lehenos miolamazeh below brocha, not allowed to take from this world without thanking Hashem for it. And the case would be, the specific uh, premise is that eating a banana is called taking from this world. Does that make sense? Now, uh, theoretically, this could be challenged on, on either one of those two fronts, right? Either it's not true, you know, who says, look, I'll, I'll prove it to you. Look, a person has a really enjoyable uh, jacuzzi bath and he doesn't make a bracha. So you see, it's not us to be bracha, right? You sit by a nice warm fire on a cold, on a, on, a, on, a, on a cold night, right in front of a nice fireplace, fireplace. Okay. Because oh, he, he, he doesn't know this. You make a bracha, you not make a bracha. So, okay, but uh, so you, now you know, you don't have to make a bracha if you're sitting in front of a fireplace on a, on, a, on a cold night, right? So you don't make a bracha. So what, you're not nana? You are nana, right? So, 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 so what are we doing? We're changing, we're challenging the father of this, of this memra. I mean, we're challenging the memra, but specifically we're attacking the general rule where this memra comes from. Yeah? Or alternatively, you can say, what do you mean? Eating bananas is not called nana. Well, I hate bananas. <laughs> right? I only do it because my doctor told me that I need the potassium. It's, 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 it's not, I agree with you, generally speaking. I agree to the general rule that it's also lenus melomazebolo brocha. But I disagree with you that this is called to be nana melomazebolo Right? Is it possible to have more than one general uh, premise and specific premise in, in one memory? Yes or no? <coughs> um, how many parents do you have? Be honest. <laughs> Two. All right, I'm gonna take a guess. One of them is a father, one of them is a mother. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, but is that really true? You only come from two people? General premise, General premise, what is defined as being and what is a person made up of? So we know, we know Rashi, Rashi, Rashi says, he's trying to figure out the names of Yisrael, what? Grandparents. Exactly, that a child can call their grandfather father, right? So there's also kind of a father, a grandfather is also a type of a father, a grandmother is a type of a mother, right? You do come from them, you don't directly come from them, but you do come from them. So the same thing, every Mamra, Right? comes directly from from two premises right but then though but then each one of those premises is going to also have his parents they are their own type of member. each one is a member by itself exactly every fact of life every piece of chokhmah is a is a member what's the case for that like I feel, I feel like once you the rule, okay, so let's do it. So we, we said the, the rule was Okay. Um, so so the rule would be that um, that Hashem 
owns everything and therefore um, taking something from him without rishos is like stealing so, so it's a stealing that's why it's also right and um, uh, taking pleasure from this world is a, is a form of stealing Cases, cases taking pleasure. I mean, the the, the rule is it's also to steal, and the case is that this is called stealing. That's why it's also because the rules you're not allowed to steal, and the cases when you're nana you're stealing. Okay, so we we discussed that. That was a kasha. That was a kasha that we have on this on this. Uh, Gentlemen, no, no. How did the Rosh Hashanah get to that rule from that neighborhood? I'm just, I, I don't see that being like a clear, like, when I see, because I could have come up with a lot of different premises about why it is when a person eats a bracha, uh, eats a banana, they have to make a bracha Rosh Hashanah. Is that, is that like, it should be so... I can't, that, that one they came up with because of the Gemara says. The Gemara in case of Archim. Right. Did that come after seeing the kasha, the kasha and the terrace? So yeah, that's what I say. Often it's not so it's not so simple to figure out who's you know who somebody's parents are, right? You 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 might need to sit down and have a conversation with them and get to know them until until you figure out who their parents are, <coughs> right? Uh, so th- th- that's what the shaklavataria is very good at helping us do. Yeah? The back and forth, and the more the back and forth, the more the shaklavataria the better you get to know the girl, you know, and, uh, and, and, and her family. Say, say the words again. The more, the more uh, interaction you have, the give and take, the discussion. Yeah? The more you get to know. So, yeah, you, you, can't, you can't always figure out the, right away the, the premises, right? Um, but, 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 but I'm showing you, right, that every Chiddush is built on two premises, and each one of them is also a Chiddush. It's also built on two premises. And you can keep on going back and back and back. That's why artificial intelligence is so difficult, right? Because the computers are trying to, we don't even realize how many premises there are for every statement we're making is like sitting on like 50 generations of premises, right? Now usually, we don't, uh, usually the machlaikas is happening one layer deep. That's that's like a, a standard, a standard machleg. you say chiddush, I challenge one, of, I challenge one of those two premises. Yeah. What, when is it that we have miscommunications between two people that are that are having a conversation? It happens sometimes in the Gemara. You have a miscommunication, right? It's when when you don't when you actually uh, don't share deeper layers of premise. And therefore, we're talking past each other. Let's talk about our case of uh, when you make a banana, you have to make a bracha, right? If I think that there's no, there's actually not such a rule that you're not allowed to steal, right? So then, I you know, th- th- then I might be talking with you with a completely different understanding of what it means. That it's uh, that it's aser lenos bracha, right? And therefore, the kasha that I'm asking is not working with the terrors that you're giving, right? This is something that we spoke about with shaklavatari uh, between Alexander, Macedon, and the Chachamim, right? Is whenever there's a miscommunication, it means that we have a dis- we have a deep disconnect, m- you know, multiple layers down. Otherwise, if we're on the same page and everything, then then we're then we're able to talk to each other, and uh, you know I can challenge one of your one of your either your general premise or your specific premise. You can you can you can address that. That that's a, a smoother shack of attire. Uh, whenever there's people missing each other, it means that there's deeper premise. You know, sometimes unfortunately, you know, you, the I, I remember, you know, like a, you, 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 nowadays you might meet a person, you know, a college campus or something. You try to talk to them about, you know, the meaning of life and morality and, and, and Yiddishkeit, and like, like something's going terribly wrong in the conversation, like because the, the person doesn't even agree that there's right or wrong. Like, you know, you're trying to talk to them about like, you know, this is like a a good thing to do. He doesn't agree that there's such a thing as good, right? So you, you can't. Uh, so you have to like. 
dig deep into the into those premises find take a step back and say okay fine let's let's start digging let's let's see where we actually disagree right and you have to uncover which premise it is that's often you see in the base midrash the two chavrus are arguing screaming at each other they spend a whole seder arguing right why? Because they're both staying on the same depth. Like this one's making his point, this one's making his point, and just they're missing each other, right? Why? Because one layer deeper than that, they they learn to sugi differently, and they don't share that. They don't share those premises, so they're not talking to each other. So as soon as you realize you're missing the person, he's not understanding you. You're not understanding him. Take a step back and try to find common ground. Okay, can we agree? that you're not allowed to steal. Okay. Can we agree that everything belongs to Hashem? Yeah. Okay. So can we agree that if you were to take something from this world, then without Hashem's permission, that's called stealing? No, you can't. Oh, okay, fine. So okay, that's, that's where we are, right? So then that's where we engage. Okay? And so you'll see, you'll see that the Rishonim will discuss sometimes that that's, what hap- that's what's happening in the Gemara, that there's a deep, fundamental machlaikas about how the whole thing works, which is actually multiple layers down, which is why the Amoroi missed each other. Now, you know, Amoroi were not children which are screaming, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, right? It'll just, it'll be a quick exchange, and like, if you have a difficulty seeing, you know, how is the kasha kasha, or how is the teretz a teretz? It means uh, <coughs> you have to identify the um, <coughs> the premises that are happening in the shackle the target. Does the Gemara ever spell that out, or is that all in discussing it? You, you arrive at whatever their underlying reasons behind their. Moreover, tell you what what the. I'm sure yeah, it happens sometimes, but it have to be a big chiddush, you know, if, for the Gemara to say it. Okay, fine, very good. So, um, Hashem, maybe next week we'll discuss a little bit more what we're doing when we're when we're when we're learning Gemara, what it is that we're accomplishing in ourselves and in the world, etc.